Let's do it. And now, shining the spotlight on the future of hockey. Hello, it's Thorne Byron of the Vancouver Giants. I'm Kirby Dock of the Saskatoon Blades. I'm Dylan Cousins of the Westbridge Hurricanes. Hey guys, this is Cam here. Spencer Knight. This is Matt Boldy. It's Alex Turcott from Team USA. Hi, it's Maurice Sider from the Adelaide Mannheim. This is Alexis Lafreniere of the Rimouski Oceanic. Major Junior. They were the best in the QMJHL, and now the Huskies are Memorial Cup champions. NCAA. Everybody in that Bulldog section's on their feet. The bench is ready to party as the UMD Bulldogs are back-to-back national champions. The World Juniors. Time winding down, and Finland has won the World Junior Championship in Vancouver in spectacular style. The NHL Draft. With the first pick overall, the New Jersey Devils are proud to select from the U.S. program, Jack Hughes. And more. Unbelievable. Wow. Incredible. This is the Pipeline Show. All right. Good weekend. Welcome to another episode of the Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. That is me, as always. Uh, well, first off, welcome uh, to the program. If you're a newcomer and uh, you're just tracking down and uh, listening to the Pipeline Show for the first time, maybe this is your first episode or you're catching up with it after uh, a few years or something like that, coming back to the show, then uh, thanks for uh, taking the time to download the episode. Uh, let me know uh, what led you to the program, uh, how you uh, came around and found the Pipeline Show. I'm always intrigued to to uh, learn where new listeners are coming from. And if you're a returning listener, well, welcome back. As always, we start with the question of the week, and I put it up on Twitter only about uh, 10 minutes ago. This week's question is, who is the top goaltender available in the 2020 NHL draft who is not named Yaroslav Askarov? And how high, or meaning early, uh, would you be willing to select him? Uh, A few replies already in. Yoki Nevalainen uh, suggests it's Joel Blomquist and says uh, in the second round. And Ryan Wagman uh, says Joel Blomquist, second round. Uh, Keppa says it's Dylan Garand from the uh, Kamloops Blazers. And uh, those are the early replies thus far. You can uh, get involved in the conversation. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at TPS underscore Gee. Lots to get to. Uh, of course, last week we had a couple of... Uh, episodes that came out one was a world junior uh, recap and the other was a a chl trade deadline uh, show uh, after all the trades had gone down so we're uh, this week we're catching up getting back on track with uh, sort of more of a a regular uh, format for the show we'll go around some news and notes across the chl of course in the chl the big story was yesterday's uh, top prospect game Uh, personally i did not get a chance to watch it i was uh, tied up yesterday but just reading some of the recaps it was a uh, a 5-2 win for team white Uh, ryan mckenna at sportsnet had a a nice write-up on on five players that he thought improved their stock with the way that they played he uh, singled out jack quinn from the ottawa 67s jeremy poirier of the st john sea dogs defenseman Uh, connor zary of the kamloops blazers Uh, casper puccio now with the everett silvertips and uh, Tyson Forster, who had a, a couple of goals in the game yesterday. Uh, but I didn't see the game myself. Uh, if you want to take a minute and, and let me know who impressed you, you can do that as well. Uh, I said 5-2. It was actually 5-3 the final. I apologize. Almost 5-2, but Dawson Mercer scored with uh, one second left in uh, regulation time. Uh, let's go to the uh, top 10 
in the CHL. The Ottawa 67s hold on to that number one spot. Sherbrooke is two, Portland three, followed by Shakutami, the Edmonton Oil Kings, Moncton, Kamloops uh, jumps up from not being in the top ten to number seven. The Everett Silvertips uh, are get pushed down a spot to eight. Windsor and the Peterborough Peets to close out the uh, top ten this week. Uh, coming into this weekend's play in the Canadian Hockey League, uh, leading scorers in the queue. Alexi Lafreniere continues to lead the league. He has 73 points, uh, but followed by his teammate Cedric Paré, who has 69. Uh, Igor Sokolov of the Cape Breton Eagles has 58. Xavier Simono has 57. And Alexander Hovanov of the Moncton Wildcats with 55. Uh, Samuel Lavich with uh, Sherbrooke is still the top goaltender in both the goals against and save percentage categories with Kevin Mandelisi of the Cape Breton Eagles in that number two spot in both categories as well. Skipping over to the Ontario Hockey League, and Marco Rossi uh, leads the OHL in scoring with 74 points. He is a five-point cushion right now on both Arthur Kaliev of Hamilton and Saginaw forward Cole Perfetti. Newly acquired Phil Tomasino with uh, Oshawa is next with 67, and Pavel Gogolev of the Guelph Storm has 66 points. And Nico Dawes continues to lead the OHL in both goals against average and save percentage. Also draft eligible, and we'll get to the draft eligible goaltenders while I mentioned that in the question of the day. In fact, before I get to the WHL scores, let's go back to that question of the day for a second. Uh, I was just looking at elite prospects, not the ranking at elite prospects or at EP ringside, but... Uh, you go to the top of the uh, Elite Prospects page and you see the Draft Center button. You can click on that and it lists a, a, a number of players who are draft eligible this year, this year. And you can narrow it down by goaltender. Well, they've got 19 goalies listed. There's a couple that actually uh, aren't on NHL Central Scouting's list, which came out earlier this week. A couple of uh, European goaltenders, both of them Russians, that I'm curious about. Uh, Arter Aktyamov butchering that name, I'm sure, but uh, through 36 games has a 939 save percentage uh, playing a junior in Russia. And uh, Vesvolod Skotnikov, again, pronounced exactly correctly, I'm sure, with a 938 save percentage and a 140 goals against average after 26 games. Just numbers like that uh, grab my attention. And then you've got the CHL guys like Nico Dawes, who I mentioned, uh, and Dylan Garand uh, playing pretty well uh, uh, for the Kamloops Blazers. Lots of hockey still to go, though, and I'm sure uh, other players will separate themselves. Uh, Devin Levi of the Carlton Place Canadians also with uh, intriguing numbers with a 941 save percentage. He's played 27 games for Carlton Place in the CCHL. Uh, not the biggest guy in the world, though. Just six feet tall, according to his bio at Elite Prospects. All right, let's continue on with the uh, WHL scoring leaders. Adam Beckman and Zane Franklin tied atop the uh, race at 66 points with Jimmy Hamlin hot on their heels. He has 64. Oren Santazo from Kamloops at 58. And Brett Kemp of the Medicine Hat Tigers, former Edmonton Oil King, uh, has 56 points for the Tigers. Uh, Joel Hofer is the top goalie with the best goals against average, dead on at 2.0. Shane Farkas uh, is now up to second at with a 2.11 goals against. Dustin Wolf is third at 2.13. Now, when it comes to goals, or save percentage, rather, it's Dustin Wolf who's in first with a 9.33, Joel Hofer, 9.32, and Farkas with a 9.32. So 
pretty impressive. And Sebastian Costa, the 17-year-old with the Oil Kings, appears in the top five in both categories as well. The natural step from the CHL for uh, most players is U-Sports. Uh, the standings as we get into this weekend uh, out in OUA East, Carlton, uh, the Ravens of Carlton, still first place in the uh, conference with a record of 18-3-1, followed by UQTR, the Ottawa GGs, uh, McGill, and then uh, it tails off after that, Ontario Tech, Concordia, Queens, Nipissing, RMC, and Laurentian in that order. In OUA West, you have Toronto still leading the pack, followed by Ryerson, Guelph, and Windsor, and then it's Brock, Lakehead, Waterloo, Laurier, Western, and York down at the bottom, just five wins on the season so far for York. On the East Coast, it's uh, UNB now uh, pulling ahead of Acadia. St. Mary's is a third in the conference with uh, Moncton fourth, St. FX, UPEI, and Dalhousie at the bottom of the conference. But uh, UNB on fire here. They've won six in a row. Always dangerous are the Varsity Reds. And in Canada West, uh, the University of Alberta continue to lead the conference, 34 points. Saskatchewan, the Huskies, and the Calgary Dinos are tied for second with 30 points, identical 14-4-2 records, and uh, Mount Royal has uh, 24 points. Uh, they've lost a couple in a row. I believe they were uh, taking on the Golden Bears last weekend. Uh, south of the border, uh, North Dakota falls from their number one ranking. Oh, actually, they're now caught by Cornell. It's a tie, according to the USCHO poll for this week. Cornell with 21 first-place votes, North Dakota with 17 first-place votes, but uh, you know, with the second and third place votes, it all kind of comes out. They both have identical 956 points in the voting process. Listen, polls really don't mean a whole lot, uh, so you've got Cornell and North, North Dakota tied for top spot. Minnesota State, number three. Denver is four with Boston College, five. Now, six through ten go Penn State, Clarkson, Minnesota, Duluth, Ohio State, and Massachusetts, and 11 through 20, is like this. Providence, Northeastern, UMass Lowell, Arizona State, Bowling Green, Harvard, Northern Michigan, Notre Dame, Michigan Tech, Michigan State, followed by Quinnipiac. The Hobie Baker list, uh, the initial uh, Hobie Baker list, came out earlier this week, and, I mean, it's, it's that one where all the schools kind of uh, nominate their players. I think there's 80 guys in the initial the initial round of the Hobie Baker. This is where the fans can vote. Then it gets narrowed down to 10 finalists. Uh, but a number of them are Canadian. I, I didn't uh, break it down completely yet, but uh, some of the notables, uh, Ian Mitchell from Denver and, and uh, uh, Morgan Barron from Cornell. But I'll uh, break it down and see how many Canadians uh, made the initial round of Hobie Baker nominations. Uh, that's the news and notes uh, portion of the show. Going to get to the guest list here momentarily, uh, but I'm going to tell you that all the guests now are going to join me via the Troubled Monk hotline, uh, Troubled Monk Brewery that's based in Red Deer, a uh, new partner of the show, been a big supporter of uh, their products. Uh, I haven't ha been able to take advantage of the entire uh, menu of uh, brews that Troubled Monk has to offer, but the ones I've uh, tried are fantastic, uh, and I can tell you which ones exactly those are. I've had the Golden Gates, and I've had the Pesky Pig, uh, and there's two that are available. Rebels Red I've had in Red Deer uh, at Rebels Games. I believe 
the first time that I, I did color for uh, Cam Moon down in Red Deer, that was the one. A Troubled Monk is a sponsor of the Rebels too, and they uh, Mooners got a bit at the uh, in, during the post game show where they crack open a a brew from Troubled Monk, and uh, the first time I did color for Mooner, that was the one that we had, delicious. And the uh, most recent one, uh, Mooner actually came up to Edmonton, and I did color for him here, and he brought some Troubled Monk along with him, uh, so that we could do it again on the post game show on the road. And it was the uh, Daycation uh, Lager. And that one was fantastic. Really enjoyed that one. But I am intrigued to try a couple of the others. Uh, the Bucktooth Belgian White sounds delicious. And I like the uh, description for the Open Road American Brown Ale. You can go to uh, their website. That would be troubledmonk.com. And they have a nice write-up on uh, all the different uh, and various brews. And, of course, if you're in Red Deer... You should stop by the tap room as well because they have a, a, a bigger menu of what's available, stuff you can only get at the tap room, and you can even get a tour of the brewery by request. And one thing I wasn't aware of, I asked if uh, if they had a uh, a mixer pack, a taster pack, and they do, so I'm going to be picking that up here in uh, short order so I can give a couple of those other ones that I haven't had yet uh, that I can give them a try. And one there was also uh, they do a, a, a an iced tea, a hard iced tea, uh, troubled tea. And have only heard good things about. So I'm not a huge uh, hard iced tea guy, but uh, I definitely want to give it a shot. If you've tried any of them, let me know. You can hit me up on Twitter again at TPS underscore Gee. But uh, welcome to Troubled Monk uh, to the Pipeline Show. And uh, all of my guests will be joining us via the Troubled Monk hotline. And the guests that you're going to hear this week, great lineup of guests. Uh, Bill Wilms is going to join us for our uh, Dub Network in the Dub segment. Color analyst with the Vancouver Giants uh, talking exclusively about the BC division. But man, there is lots to talk about when it comes to that division this year. So Bill Wilms is going to join us. Then we're going to turn on the 2020 draft spotlight uh, for a couple of segments in a row. Dylan Holloway, a uh, top 10 potential for the upcoming 2020 NHL draft. He's a freshman at Wisconsin, but is a Canadian. In fact, he's an Albertan, played in Okotoks for a couple of years in the Alberta Junior Hockey League and has played for Canada at the U18 and uh, at the Holinka Gretzky Cup as well. Really talented uh, skater. Hasn't been putting up the numbers, I think, that uh, most people expected this year, but we talk about that in uh, that segment. You'll hear that in the second segment today. The next player is, his name is Blake Biondi. He's uh, playing, he's playing high school hockey his senior year in his hometown of uh, Hermantown, Minnesota. He is a recruit of the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs, uh, and his WHL rights are currently held by the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, so had to pick his brain about that and what he thinks about uh, if he even considers coming up to the WHL. Blake Biondi is ranked number 91 right now by NHL Central Scouting. And we'll close out the show today with a U-Sport update. Uh, Keanu Yamamoto, and yes, that is Kyler Yamamoto's uh, older brother, he is now in his third season at McGill University out in Montreal. So you have a, an American who played in the WHL who is uh, using his WHL scholarship package uh, and uh, taking it all the way to uh, play in Quebec. And you want to talk about some culture shock. You, would, you can expect there to be a fair share of that for Keanu Yamamoto. But uh, really good WHLer, put up big numbers, and is uh, the second leading scorer right now uh, for McGill. So full slate of guests, my CHL insider obviously will be Bill Wilms, and that is brought to you by the store next door out in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, hiring people 
with disabilities manufacturing some great products what they do is they collect as many broken hockey sticks as they can get their hands on and uh, they make some really cool products out of it whether it's games or hockey related products and the I, i'm going to I'm at their website right now, and you can go to their website, it's the storenextdoor.ca, and you can see some of the games that they make, and they they're they're all board games and stuff, great for uh, you know camping or family vacations or or family reunions when everybody gets together in the summer and stuff like some really cool stuff. Uh, and then you know, with their uh, furniture, where they are they're taking the broken hockey sticks and making it into stuff you can get like uh, deck chairs and. Uh, they got a trophy rack here and uh, tables, and TV trays, things like that, a coffee table, a headboard for uh, a bed. That would look great in a, in a kid's room. Benches, bulletin boards, lots of really cool items that uh, they put together and uh, using broken hockey sticks to do it. So that stuff doesn't go in the landfill, so that's really cool. Uh, check them out at the storenextdoor.ca. I was checking out Pro Stock Hockey's uh, website here as well, and they just got a new a batch of uh, products, uh, this time from the Washington Capitals. Pants and skates and apparel. And any sticks that you get from Pro Stock Hockey that come with a 30-day warranty, you get three free rolls of tape included with that as well. So check them out at ProStockHockey.com. But let's get on with the show and my CHL Insider. It's also an in-the-dub segment. Bill Wilms, uh, the color analyst for the Vancouver Giants. That kicks off the show next. Down the left side. Pass over to Ashton. Oh, what a stop! Darcy Kemper. What a gutsy performance this evening at the NMAX Centrio. This is Cam Moon, voice of the Red Deer Rebels, and you're listening to The Pipeline Show. Another weekend packed with WHL Hockey Action wraps up this Sunday afternoon at 4. As your Edmonton Oil Kings take on the Medicine Hat Tigers at Rogers Place. Don't forget to throw on your green and black for this third jersey game. Don't miss your shot to see the Oil Kings live. Oil Kings, Tigers, the puck drops Sunday at 4. Great family entertainment at Rogers Place starts at just $20 a seat. Save on day of game pricing now at oilkings.ca. 